two quarters down, two quarters to go. It's time for the second half of BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head live to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join Riley Nelson along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU 16 and Utah 7 is our halftime score heading into half number two. Riley, we've long since learned to take uh, things either as omens or indicators of, of victory, even things like halftime leads, because we know how this thing can change and has changed historically in the rivalry. But a nine-point lead is well-earned, and the Cougs have done a lot of good things through 30 minutes. Most definitely, and in the rivalry, they all go out the window. I don't even want to hear them because, it, you know, if it doesn't, all the crazy things that can happen, it just adds insult to injury. But I feel confident about this BYU team going into this second half as he puts a foot into it and sends it out the back of the end zone. I'm glad to see the defense, who set the tone in the first half, get the first chance to set the tone here in the second half. The he is Jake Oldroyd, and it's a touchback on the kickoff. So Utah, which won the coin toss and deferred, receives the kickoff to start the second half, and no better thing for BYU would be than the defense to set the tone, a tone it carried for a lot of the first half. Key plays at important times. First drive of half number two starts at the 25-yard line of Utah. Charlie Brewer runs the Utah offense. Micah Bernard is the running back off his right hip, somewhat slightly behind him diagonally. Keithy motions to trips left on a three-step. Deflected pass, and it falls incomplete. Deflected at the line of scrimmage, and it drops to the ground. Hung up in the air a little bit, but falls to the grass for an incomplete pass on first down and ten. So deflected pass at the line, and it'll be second and ten for Utah. I think it was Peyton Wilgar who leapt up and knocked it down. Yeah, Keenan Peely came out. It was an X stunt. Peyton Wilgar got met by the running back and was not able to continue his pursuit of the backfield. Keenan came around, applied the pressure. Peyton got his big mid up on the ball. And so close to turnover number three on this night, gained by BYU. Second and ten. BYU shows six at the line. And they're going to bring... As they run middle, do the Utes against the blitz of BYU for a gain of four to Tavian Thomas between the tackles. So BYU brought a bunch of bodies, and Utah had man for man plus one with the running back, and the running back kind of forced his way for a gain of four. So here's a third down long five. They'll call it third down and five, almost six, though. Ball near hash, Utah going left to right here in quarter number three. BYU defends the goal to our right. The Utes going north to south here at a sold-out Lavelle Edwards Stadium, BYU leading it by a score of 16-7. to seven. Third and long five, Utah on their own 30-yard line. First possession, half number two. Cougars' first chance to stand tall defensively here in the third quarter. The hand clap, the chest high snap to Charlie Brewer. Settles in a pocket that holds. Now shuffles to his left, looks downfield, pressure comes, he dumps it off, it's complete and short of the first down! The tea kettle tackle of Micah Bernard keeps him a yard shy. Jacob Robinson, the tackle, and Utah is fourth and less than a yard at the 34 and change, where will the spot be? They haven't put the football down yet. It's third and a half, a fourth and a half yard. The punt team is out. Wow. A little personal tidbit, Greg. Uh, Jacob Robinson is a transfer from Utah State. He was a good friend of my brother's uh, who, who he played with up at Utah State. And so he texted me, oh, tough play for Jacob there uh, as he got beat for the touchdown. Comes up big on that third down. And that tackle... Forces a punt on fourth and less than a yard, and the fair catch made by Hobbs Nyberg, and that's as good as you can expect out of that first defensive sequence for BYU. The tackle, the key tackle made just shy of the line, and no 
doubt about it, Kyle Whittingham was punt team. That's a foot, foot and a half maybe for a first down. And yeah, I know where the ball was, but I think even the analytics people would say, you think about going for it there. Most definitely. Maybe it got in his head when they were down and they missed the fourth down inside the 10. Yeah. The other thing is, maybe it's a show of extreme confidence that there's still, you know, no, no, 28 no, minutes yeah. left to yeah, play. No one's going to fault the punt decision. That's a, that's a typical decision for a lot of people. I'm just saying, you do think about it a little bit in this kind of game with a foot to go, roughly. They decided to go punt, and the Cougs will take it. First and 10, BYU. Play fake, short boot, pressure comes. He ran into the pressure and dumps the ball downfield. It is caught! Oh, it's a great catch made! Neil Pau with the catch at the 33-yard line. It's a 16-yard gain. And Jaron Hall could not get a lot on that because of how he was running away from pressure. And he kind of had to loft it. And Neil makes a great catch to haul it in. Great to have that luxury as a quarterback. Snap Jaron. Hand off Algier. Algier drives. Tacklers, nice run. They're going to try and strip the ball. It's a gain of eight, almost nine. And with that play, Tyler Algier moves into the top 20 in BYU career rushing tally. He passes Hemahe Muli for 20th spot on the career rushing chart for BYU. Snap Jaron. They pick up a blitzer. Jaron runs to the right. It'll be a hold on BYU most likely as the throw downfield will be out of bounds. So from first and 10 to first and 20, we would think here. Holding offense number 76, 10-yard penalty, replay second down. So the 16-yard gain to Pau is immediately followed by a 10-yard retreat on the holding penalty. Penalty number six for BYU. You heard some boos there. That was, uh, as we look at the replay for our listeners who uh, maybe don't have a visual on this, that was, uh, man, if that's holding, you could call holding on pretty much every play in football, which is why the fans were a little bit upset. Greg, two things I, that I really like. I like the use of tempo in the run game, which was, which we saw in that first play, and they're moving Jaron Hall. He is doing his bit of scrambling, but he's also uh, their designed rollouts. The Pau catch was followed by a nine-yard Algier run, then the hold. So it's second down and 11, and a pass caught at the far sideline by Puka Nakua. So Puka Nakua on second and 11 makes a catch of eight. Third and long three for BYU. How damaging will that holding penalty have been? Now it's roughly middle of the field. Again, it's aggressive A-Rod territory here. Third down and three. The handoff is Algier. Starts inside. Starts outside, comes back inside, and has a four-yard run on third down and three. So well done. Tyler Algier's been running well. Is he dinged? He's asking out. And he's holding his right. I hope he's okay. Tyler's going to hit the sideline, maybe just a blow, but he asked out. And Lopini Katoa takes his place. First and ten. That's a big run. Yeah. Third down and three for Tyler Algier, and he makes it. He went straight to the water, Greg, and now he's just standing there with his hands on his hips. No attention from anybody in the training staff. He just needed a breath. Uh, so a couple of things in the run game. He's being really good at being patient, looking for that cutback lane. He got stymied there a little bit in the second quarter, trying to stay play side. He's cutting back uh, against the grain, and it's working well. Fly sweep motion's not given. It's a boot to the right for Hall. Deep, deep drop, loads up and throws for the far side. It'll go well out of bounds. So Rex was intended, but that's not close to being caught. First and 10 from the BYU 44 goes to second and 10. And the Cougars have had a few of those plays tonight where it's just not going to happen, and, and Jaron just wings it out of bounds. But they're plays that go for zero yards and set up a second and 10 for BYU with 11.29 to go in the third quarter. The Cougars leading it by a score of 16-7. to Even without points, the Cougars are closer to 
putting Utah in a detrimental spot with a punt should this drive bog down. But right now you're in good yardage and point-gaining territory. Handoff on a third, uh, second and ten for not much. And that was a handoff to Lopini Katoa. So it'll be a third down and long here for BYU. To, to the 45-yard line. Greg, as, mu- as much as it's against my nature and pains me to do so, sometimes you have to give credit for the de- to the defense. On that second down, it was a big play action, max protect. It was only a two-man route for BYU, and BYU or in Utah did not bite at all. Similarly, on a play that's worked two previous times in this drive, uh, they closed down, and having left the cutback lane open, they closed it down for no gain. Third down, long nine, ball at the BYU 45, shotgun snap to Hall. Hall throws for Nakua, who missed the catch. He dropped it. It was in his hands, folks. That's a drop. 25-yard line would have been a first down. He had to leave his feet, and there was a defender near him, but I thought he had it in his hands, Riley. Yeah, he. Uh, it was one-on-one coverage. He, uh, <coughs> excuse me, he had the size advantage against the defender. That one simply just went through his hands and off his face mask. Jaron Hall makes the throw. Defender didn't see it. Samson Nakua just had to go through his hands. So that would have been a first down scoring territory for BYU. Instead, punt. Oh, man. That's a tough one. But a move the chains, kept the drive alive. Utah will get the ball back on the Rico punt. Another beauty. So deep, it'll get into the end zone. It broke the plane. It's a touchback. The uh, punt downer kept his feet on the goal line, but that broke the plane, so it'll be out to the 20. So close to a perfect punt. Rico's sometimes too good with that leg. He's got one, and he unloaded it again there. It'll be a 20-yard line first down for Utah after this. So a downfield drop turns into a punt, which turns into a touchback, and a 20-yard line first down for Utah when we come back. 10.31 to go in the third quarter. BYU leads Utah by a score of 16-7 on the new skin, BYU Sports. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so back here at Lavelle Everett Stadium in Provo, Utah. Ryan Rico has punted four times for a 53-yard average tonight. That last punt goes to a touchback, however, and puts Utah first down and 10 at its own 20-yard line. 10.31 to go in the third quarter. Perhaps uh, on second looks and third looks, maybe some credit goes to, to Utah and to Travis Broughton, maybe uh, contributing to Samson Nakua not hauling in that long ball uh, down the left side of the field in that last series. Samson did his best, left his feet, got hands on the ball, but Broughton was also, if not you know, tugging one of the arms, certainly influencing maybe Samson's full ability to haul that down. So it may go as a pass breakup as opposed to simply a, a, a ball through the hands. Either way, it's an incompletion, and BYU ended up shortly thereafter punting. And the Cougs now will be on defense, and another chance for the Cougar D to respond. It's uncharacteristic of Utah to get impatient and uh, aggressive and push the ball down the field. Uh, but I'm, I keep on waiting for the trick play, the double reverse, the flea flicker. See if it comes on this series. Tavian Thomas, lone setback. BYU shows blitz from the left of Brewer. The run is left and into pressure. And Atanaisa Mahe is going to finish off what Lopalea Tawa started. Ball comes loose. The Cougs take it into the end zone. Ben Bywater taking it in for the score. But will they say it was down? He did what he could and he did what he should. He picked up the ball and ran with it. But they will say that the runner was down. 
Leotawa and Mahe combining on the tackle. The ball did come loose, and apparently the runner was ruled down. The ruling on the field is the runner was down prior to the ball coming loose, second down. So it'll be second and 13. Let's not overlook the fact that was a three-yard loss. Please reset the play clock. So great plays from Le- uh, Lopa Leotawa to get in, and then Atunaisa Mahe to finish off on the handoff to Tavian Thomas. So Leotawa. The ruling of the runner being down prior to the ball coming loose is under review. Well, I'll tell you right there. You know, it may be that Thomas's knee was as down as Brandon Bradley's was once back in once upon a time. Who knows? <laughs> but it did look like T- uh, Tavian Thomas's knee was down before the ball uh, came loose on that. I think he was already being stood up with his knees on the ground when the ball came loose. But they're going to take a look at it. Just remind him, I, I like this because it gives Thomas the opportunity to look up at the big board and remind him that for the second time this game he's coughed up the football. Mm-hmm. Maybe he got saved by the knee being on the ground, but uh, still he's not securing it, and that BYU defense is ravenous. Love it. Second down, 13 for Utah if nothing else happens here. Well, for more than 20 years, Renaissance Ranch, Utah's number one addiction treatment center, has been effectively treating men and their families, helping them become one. Learn more at renaissanceranch.net. Jason Shepard's taken Ben Bagley's spot in our broadcast booth here tonight. If we can uh, turn Jason's mic on, he can tell us how a BYU... Do- Hold on a After second. After review, the ruling of the runner being down prior to the ball coming loose is confirmed. Second down. Jason can tell us how a BYU team that played to a 0-0 double <laughs> overtime draw against Utah two nights ago on the pitch, how that women's soccer team turned around and won 7-4 to against Missouri tonight. That's right. It was a, <laughs> an offensive fest in the first half. BYU getting goals from four different players and Coach Jennifer Rockwood, who was wanting to see more of an attack out of her team at Utah, certainly got it tonight. And now BYU getting the win at home in a dominating fashion over Missouri, 7-4. Football team looking to do what the soccer team could not do the other night, get a win against Utah. Charlie Brewer from the shotgun, the handoff, and a strong run starting left from Micah Bernard. And on a second down and 13, he got a good chunk of it back. That's a good run of seven. So third down and six. Third down and six for Utah inside the Utah 25-yard line. 24-yard line's a spot, so a hold here from BYU. And the Cougs get the ball back in decent shape. And Utah's yet to convert a third down and yet to convert a fourth down tonight. They're 0 for 4 on third, and here we go. Third down, six Utes. At their own 24-yard line, ball far hash. Utes go left to right. Micah Bernard joins Charlie Brewer in the gun. In the gun is Brewer. To his left hip is Bernard. They motion to trips right. The motion man is Covey. The snap to Brewer on a three-step drop. The righty sets and fires man's wide open, makes the catch. Tight end Kincaid down to the 40-yard line of BYU. On third down and six, Dalton Kincaid gets free, and he was open downfield and Utes convert a third down for the first time tonight and what a time for it it was that drop eight coverage which they've had success with all night they've been able to keep Utah in front of them this time Kincaid who Kincaid and Brewer had a lot of chemistry with a lot of production in last week's game against Weber State for Utah hook up tonight again for the big gainer yeah Kincaid four for 75 and two scores in the Weber game big gainer there 37 yards to the 39 of BYU. Brewer goes under center. Bernard, the lone setback. BYU shows just five at the line. They'll bring all five. And we've got a flag in the BYU secondary. Prior to the snap, delay a game. Offense, five-yard penalty, still first down. 
So following the big play, Utah didn't get the playoff in time. First down and 15. Penalty number four against Utah this evening. This Utah team, which has won six of its last eight regular season away games and four in a row in Provo, has only once lost a non-conference regular season game since going to the Pac-12, and that was to Utah State nine years ago in Logan. Can the Cougars become the second non-conference team to beat Utah in the regular season over the last decade? Tight trips to the right, play action. A boot to the right, throws to the wide flat man, complete to Keithy. Keithy makes the catch and makes a man miss, and that's a 12-yard gain where there might have been a gain of zero and a loss on the play as that first BYU tackler took Keithy on head-on and missed him. And Keithy down to the 33-yard line on first and 15, gain of 10. Missed tackle and a big gain for Keithy. Keithy's a big, uh, he's a big yeah. player. That was going to be hard for Isaiah Heron. Yeah, yeah. So, so he went for the legs, and whenever you have that much space, it's pretty easy to uh, a guy diving at your legs to avoid him. Shotgun Brewer. Handoff Bernard steps through one, steps through two, steps through three, and drags four, five, and six for a first down. Missed tackles a plenty on that play. And on cue, the line change from BYU. Whenever their tackling gets poor, we see this almost every time. Seven or eight players swapped out on the defense. So Utah goes from first and 15 to another first down two plays later. 27-and-a-half-yard line of BYU. Utah trailing 16-7. to seven. First and 10. BYU, plus two in the turnover margin, has not given it away and has taken it away twice. Any time is a good time for a turnover gained. But with Utah nearing scoring territory, can the Cougs do it again? 6-10 to go in the third. And we've got a timeout. Timeout, Utah, the first of the half. There was about to be a delay of game. Timeout on the field. And so with the play clock about to expire, Utah calls timeout. With 6.14 remaining in quarter number three. BYU leads by two scores. 16-7 to will take a break. Cook 16, Ute 7. BYU with the lead on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. And from the Built Bar broadcast booth, we're telling you that high in protein, low in calories, and 100% Real chocolate, that's Built Bar. Is it a protein bar or a candy bar? Well, yes. Discover your flavor at Built.com. Moments ago, we just had the biggest play in this game by yardage, and it came on a third down and six at the Utah 24-yard line. 37 yards, Charlie Brewer to Dalton Kincaid. Biggest play for either team tonight in yards gained. Utah with 108 yards rushing. And 108 yards passing for 216. BYU is exactly one more yard than Utah tonight with 107 passing and 100 rushing. So the yardage is almost even. And so it's a two-score game on the scoreboard at 16-7. BYU at the nine-point lead and 6.14 to go in quarter number three. Utah is in scoring territory. The BYU 27-yard line is the line of scrimmage. First down, 10 for the all-crimson-clad Utes, the royal and white-clad Cougs. Rivalry game, number 95. And the Cougars looking to end a 10, or rather a 9-game, 12-year drought. Brewer goes under center. 
Double tight and wide receiver to the right. And it'll be a boot. Pressure comes from his left. Oh, they slap at him and don't get him. Throw left flat. Nice tackle made for no gain. Well done. That's Ben Bywater making the sure tackle on the completion to the far side to Micah Bernard. So Bernard on the catch. And the Cougars almost got home on him that time, Riley. Yeah, a little bit different because Bernard caught the ball in the open field, but Bywater's a much bigger player than Bernard. Had the physical presence to be able to wrap him up around his hips. A little bit different from what we saw earlier when Heron was matched up against Keithy. Yeah, they gave him one yard, so second and nine. Splitting wide left is Theo Howard. Bernard, the single setback with Brewer under center. Tight trips to the right. Second down nine. The handoff and stopped in his tracks is Micah Bernard. A tackle for loss, and that's Atunai Samahe with a big stop in the backfield. For a man that large to get that far in the backfield that quickly, that is impressive by Nysa. And that was nice, huh? With 5.15 to go in the third, BYU forces Utah to a third and long, third and 14 from the 31. You know, I don't know if there's any relation, but he sh- Reno Mahe was a flag bearer earlier. He showed Reno Mahe quicks on his ball get off on that last play. No, see, and you hear the crowd amping up the volume. That's a telltale sign that Utah needs to change up their snap count, but it's extremely difficult to do in a hostile road environment if the, cloud, if the crowd is being loud. Defensive play of the game, third and 14, Utah. The BYU 31 doubles to either side. Brewer throws downfield, and it is for Covey. Incomplete, and no flags on the play. Tight coverage on Britain by Jacob Robinson. And Covey, running in stride, had to go low for it and couldn't haul it in around the 10-yard line and no flags. And what that does is force a 48-yard field goal try. No gimme. If the Utes somehow don't get points here, all the momentum back to BYU. 16-7 the score. Utah to make it a one-score game. And where will the spot be? The knee goes down at the 39. So a 49-yarder from the left hash. Jaden Redding will attempt it. Snap and hold. Kick on its way. And it is wide. No good. No points for Utah. The Cougars keep the nine-point lead. The field goal is wide. It is no good. And with 4.35 to go in quarter number three, the offense gets the ball back with a nine-point lead. Cougars 16, Utes 7. We're taking a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, BYU never trailed against Arizona in the opener, and the Cougars have not trailed yet here tonight. 16-7, the BYU lead. Tonight's game brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen have been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Learn more at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Let's head down to Mitchell Jurgens at Fuel Level. Mitch. Yeah, Greg, want to comment really quick on the impressive play so far by the defensive backs. Um, they have been stride for stride with these receivers. That last play, Britton Covey had it in his hands, um, but it was, you know, the DB kept active, kept his hands active, ripped that ball out before it hit the ground. Um, and, and so just very impressive. They're, they're really coming out to play um, and, and looking forward to seeing them make or continue to make those big plays in these key big moments uh, for BYU here the rest of the game. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone. For banking that helps you game plan for life, Zions Bank is for you. So after that field goal miss from Utah, opponents are now 2-for-5 on field goals. BYU on the year is 2-for-2, and Utah's now come away with zero points on one drive that ended inside the 10 
and that one that got near the red zone before bogging down and backing up for a long field goal try that was missed. BYU 16, Utah 7, offense back out on the field for BYU. We have 4.35 to go in quarter number three. We are coming out of a timeout. Greg Rubel, Riley Nelson, Jason Shepard in place of Ben Bagley up here in the booth here in the second half, and Mitchell Juergens down on the field. Cougs looking to win their 11th straight home game. By the way, their 10-game home win streak is the fifth longest in school history. Here we go. Jaron Hall in the gun, first down and 10. Tyler Algier is the running back aligned to the right of Jaron. Snap to Hall. Hand off to Algier. Shoots a gap to the left. Nice run for Jaron. Got second level, and he got 9 and almost 10 on that first down. Tyler Algier may have said Jaron there. Tyler Algier on the handoff from Jaron. Now past 50 yards on 15 carries, and they mark it for a first down 10-yard run. They give it right back to Tyler, who's wrapped up and dropped for a gain of one on that one. So Mika Tafua with the stop. So they got the first down, moved the chains, and first and 10 goes to second and one with the clock rolling to four minutes here in the third quarter. Algier on back-to-back runs. Now with 16 carries, 54 yards. It looked like... uh BYU hurried and went right up the middle again. They were slow moving the chains. I think they were trying to convert on a second and short, but mm. it was really first and ten, so it set, set them up now in second and long. wonder if they knew that. Maybe not. Oh, we got flags. False start? Oh, no. Mm. False start. Offense, number 66, five-yard penalty. Still second down. Seventh penalty of the night, and, and that would be truly unfortunate. They thought they were running a second and one, but they were running a first and ten. That's a lost play, basically, and then you fall start on the next play. Wow. Tell you, the, the, the fragile nature momentum in this game, right? It comes and goes almost second by second here tonight. Second and 14 for BYU. They're backed up. The penalties threatening to become a storyline for the Cougs this evening. Hopefully it's not, and the lead is maintained. Jaron on a deep drop. Throws right flat. Incomplete. Too far in front of Holker. Not a great pass. Wow, third down, 14, BYU. Wouldn't that be something if they thought they were running a second and one, but it was a first and ten, and everything's gone wrong since that play? Third and, or rather, third down and 15, 324 to go, and the clock stops on the incompletion. He was throwing in the flat to Holker, who's open, but it's thrown too far out in front of Dallin off his fingertips, and that's not a true drop. That was just a misplaced pass. So if there's ever a time for a big gainer, it's right now. Third and 15 at the 36 of BYU. Utah shows four on the line. They're jumping around, and yes, that should be an offside threat. False start. No! Number 76. Five-yard Sure didn't feel that way. Still third down. I thought that was a threat. I thought that was a Utah lineman jumping that caused the the movement. The lineman is is calling a conference here. See if they reverse the call. They already did one earlier tonight. I felt that like that was a young offensive lineman threatened into a false start on an offside neutral zone infraction. We'll see if they make a reversal here on that call. It sure felt that way. Correction. Offside. Defense number 42 in the neutral zone. Causing the offense to false start. Five-yard penalty. Still third down. So Mika Tafua jumped. BYU moved, and that'll go offside. So it'll gain five yards back. Third down and ten. But every yard counts in this one, right? So 3.24 to play in the third. BYU leads it by a score of 16-7. to And the Cougs now third down and 10 at the 41 of BYU. Jaron Hall in the gun. Takes a straight back drop. Steps up and fires to the far side. It's caught. It's a first down. And Puka Nakua 
at the 45 of Utah on a third down and 10, a gain of 14. Greg, if Jaron Hall can make those throws consistently for this BYU offense over the course of the season, he was on the left hash. He threw a comeback, a 15-yard comeback, 12- to 15-yard comeback to Pukunakua to the right sideline. That ball traveled probably 30-plus yards in the air and was on target. Bullseye to Puka for the first down on third and long. It's a Zach Wilson throw, but Jaron Hall pulled it off. Handoff to uh, to, uh, Katoa on a first down and 10. Got a couple. We'll call that catch a new skin. Beautiful catch of the game brought to you by new skin. Discovered the best you haul on a rope to Puka. The Nakuas who did not play last week have factored tonight. 235 and the clock is rolling here in the third. The Cougs run run Katoa for two. Setting up a second and eight. Not quite in field goal territory but nearing it. 43 yard line of Utah and the clock is an ally. Even in the third you can treat the clock like an ally in this kind of game. Whenever you've got a two possession lead you just with that clock taken down it limits the number of possessions that your opponent can possibly have. They go empty for Hall. Jaron Mm, forced out to his left and backwards to his left. Throws on the run. Maybe just dump it out of bounds, and he does. That's the smart play there, unfortunately. So second and eight goes to third and eight. Pass is legal. Number 12 is in the area. So Third down. Jaron was well outside the pocket and threw it away. Third and eight. A lot of third downs for BYU tonight, and almost and very few for Utah. This will be the Cougars' 15th third down try to Utah's six. BYU is running its 54th play of the game. 18 more snaps than Utah tonight so far. Here we go. Third down and eight. They converted a huge third down moments ago. BYU 8 of 14 on third downs. The ball at the Utah 43 ball between the hash marks. Hall gun, Algier left hip. Twins either side. And timeout? Timeout, BYU. Their first of the half. 30 seconds. With exactly two minutes remaining here in quarter at number three. Well, as big a play as this is, if you need time to get it right, then do so. 16-7. BYU leads by nine. Third down and eight for the Cougs at the Utah 43-yard line ball between the hash marks. Jaron Hall, 14 of 25 for a buck 32 scores, no picks. His passer rating is 126.1. Charlie Brewer, a modest 10 for 17, 109. One touchdown, one pick, a passer rating of 120.3. BYU football is brought to you in part tonight by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires for the lowest price on every tire, plus no credit needed financing. Big O Tires, the team you trust. It's only been two games. We're in the second, but a lot of trust in this BYU team, the way they've taken on these first two Pac-12 opponents, handling Arizona and winning last week in Las Vegas in a charged environment, and equally, if not more so, certainly more so charged here tonight against Utah. They've kept a lead Almost night long here, 16-7, to and we're back in, and BYU's offense needs eight yards to move the chains and the clock, which stands at two minutes. Greg Kalani said right before going into the locker room he hates 15-yard punts. Risking a touchback here could possibly be four-down territory. It's middle of the field where Aaron Roderick likes to go to work. Quarterback draw for Jaron Hall. He's got the first down. He's got more. He's got the 32-yard line. It's an 11-yard run for Jaron Hall on third down and eight. That's what he can do, and he did it. So, Greg, I've been wrong multiple times with him being able to uh, extend the play and complete passes downfield, but I saw that on the second down. They capitalized on it on the third down. 
quick fire, far side, wide receiver, screen complete to Gunnar Romney, and Gunnar Romney's going to get ahead up the boundary. Clock will stay running as he stayed in bounds. It's a five-yard gain, and the clock down to 90 seconds left here in the third. The 27-yard line of Utah. You like to think scoring territory already. Gun, and they go tempo. Hall, handoff. Oh, keeps and takes off. 20, 15, 10, 5, and forced out just shy of the pylon. He pulled the ball away from the back, and he kept it himself, and Jaron Hall was off and running, and the Cougars have a first and goal at the four-yard line. Back-to-back big plays from Jaron Hall. Great use of formation and personnel. Neil Pau'u was in the tight end spot. He was. They had double tight ends to the left. That's a formation that BYU has never shown before. It sent the BYU or it sent the Utah defense into fits, not knowing how to line up. Allowed Jaron to be, have the right side of the field all to himself for the big game. Twenty-three yard gain for Hall. He's in shotgun. First and goal from the four. Jaron stepping to his right, looking, looking, stopping, firing. End zone. Touchdown! Touchdown! Gunner Romney. So, Greg, they ran the same concept earlier in the game. It's a simple cross-flood concept where they sent Algier out in the first flat and they had Rex out in the other flat, except they brought Gunner as the drag route all the way from the other side of the field. He, he ran his route to the back of the end zone, kept himself two yards from the back. The Utah defense lost track of him. Jaron got outside the pocket, was patient, fired a strike right to his chin for the touchdown. Oldroyd PAT is up, and it is good. BYU 23, Utah 7, 38 seconds to play in quarter number three, and that was a dart from Jaron Hall to Gunnar Romney. Jaron showing it with his arm and his legs on that drive. That was beautiful football. From the Cougars starting quarterback and the supporting players around him, almost everybody playing a part in one way or another on that touchdown drive, which puts the Cougars up by 16. Had the Cougars not missed a PAT before half, you're talking about a three-score lead right now. Technically, it's two, but it's a big two. It's a 16-point lead, and that is another Mountain America touchdown for BYU and another $250 donated to the American Red Cross. Gunnar Romney, who was injured last week, left the game on crutches, was questionable to play this week, suits up and scores a touchdown in the rivalry game. That is something. Jaron Hall set it up with 34 yards on two rushes to put the Cougars in position, and then he zips one to Gunner for the score. A four-yard touchdown pass, and Jake Oldroyd will kick away. End over ender, into the end zone, touchback. Let's get to another Utah Port Producers. Pigskin scoring summary brought to you by your Utah Port Producers. For every Cougar point scored this season, Smithfield Foods and your Utah Port Producers will donate delicious, nourishing protein to the Utah Food Bank for families in need. Real pork raised by real Utah farmers for real Utah families in need. Visit porkcares.org. That drive, 69 yards, 10 plays, 3.57 off the clock. Hall to Romney for the touchdown pass. Charlie Brewer, shotgun, first and 10, Utes at their 25. Chest high snap, 
Handoff, Bernard runs through, tackles to the second level. He's off to the races. 40, midfield being chased. 40, 30, 25 of BYU. Isaiah Heron, the touchdown saving tackle. And a player is down at the end of the play. Is it Heron? Trainer being waved out. Cougar hurt. We haven't had any injuries. BYU to speak up tonight until this play. Timeout for an injured player of the offense. With 15 seconds to go in the third Correction, quarter. Defense. Please an reset immediate, the game clock to 20 seconds. An immediate response Please from Utah. Please reset the game clock to 20 seconds. They'll add five seconds to the clock. A first and 10 Utah at the BYU 25. As soon as BYU scores, Utah right back. And a massive play. 50-yard run. Biggest play of the night by yardage. Goes to the Utes. Brewer shotgun. Bernard to his left. Hand off Micah. Spins away out of a tackle for a gain of three. And that might be the final play of quarter number three. Utah will take a 16-point deficit to the fourth quarter. BYU. 23, Utah 7 is our score after three quarters of play. The Cougars have led all the way. If they can keep the lead for 15 more minutes, a 12-year, nine-game run will be done. But there is work to do here in Provo. The Utes are back in business. They're in scoring territory. They'll have a second and seven at the BYU 22 when we come back for quarter number four. Through 45 of 60 thrilling minutes in Provo. The score is 23-7. Cougs lead the Utes on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.